Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show. Let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Numbers Podcast with Kathy. If you haven't followed the Strictly Numbers Podcast yet on Instagram or Twitter, follow me at Strict Anonymous. If you want to be on the show, it's called Strictly Anonymous because I change everyone's voices. I change everybody's names. You could email me from a phony email or from a phony number. I don't care who the fuck you are. I just want to hear your true story if you have a true interesting naughty crazy story that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous you could be yourself if you want send me an email strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com or go to my website strictly anonymous podcast.com and click on be on the show now listen if you have just a confession you want to get off my back your back i have a confessions hotline it's 347-420-3579 that's 347-420-3579 you could call that number 24 7 Make sure you're in a quiet place. You have four minutes, leave a message. If you need longer, just call back. I change all the voices on my confessions and they are all aired on my Patreon. Now, my Patreon's a great place. You can join now, only $5 a month. You get all the anonymous confessions that have come into my confessions hotline. There's hundreds of them over there. Plus, you see anonymous pics of all of my guests, mostly every single girl. If you want to put a body to a... Uh, to any of my female episodes, as well as a lot of guys are sending in pics too. I have pictures over there on my Patreon. You get all the episodes early and ad free. You get Q and A's where I answer all kinds of questions that people have for me, as well as access to my private Discord. Now my Discord is a place where people get to post all their X-rated stuff. People were always sending me in X-rated stuff, and I'm like, I don't touch that shit. It's not for my Patreon. But I was like, where could I put it? Or what could you know? People wanna post this stuff. People want to connect with people. So that's what they do on my discord. You get access to that as well for all just $5 a month. I keep adding things to it and I haven't raised the price yet, but I eventually am. So I'd get in now while you can. <laughs> Cause even if I do raise it, just so you know, if you're in at five, you don't get raised. There were people that signed up to my Patreon at $3 a month many years ago. And they, if they're still there, even though I keep adding things and raise the prices, their prices don't change. You get grandfathered in at whatever price you come in on. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. Now today I have on Carter. Carter's a fucking cheater. <laughs> but I think cheater stories are always super interesting because most of the time when you peel back the layers, you just learn so much. And I think the reasons why the reason why I like to have these kinds of episodes is because they're cautionary tales. I think a woman could listen to this and be like, oh, if this is what's going down in my relationship, this could kind of happen. I think it's a good story. This one in particular, because I think guys a lot of times find themselves in the position that Carter is in and they'll be able to relate so that's another reason why I like to have cheetah stories. Carter is not a guy who was always cheating. Okay. He was very monogamous in his relationship for a long time. And then kids came. He was in the military. He was deployed. A lot of bad shit happened to him. Came back a different person. His wife, like a lot of women, lost interest in sex for a long period of time after each one of his kids. And eventually, with everything that happened, he started cheating on her. And he got caught very early on, right in the beginning. And they stayed together, but it didn't help anything because the way she handled that and all the lack of sex before and all the stuff that happened to him when he was deployed that changed the way he was just made him like not really a happy person. He didn't, he wasn't happy in his marriage. You could tell he still has resentment for a lot of the things that happened with his wife. His way of dealing with it was to eventually cheat and because it worked for him. So even though he got caught, he continued on because it did work for him. It still does work for him. He says at the end, like cheating's awesome. It's a high, <laughs> but he's still with his wife. They have like more babies. They just keep having more babies and less sex and he keeps cheating and he talks about all of it. It's super interesting because like I said, this is not a guy that was always a cheater. Things happened and he wound up as one. I think that journey and his story is interesting when you hear about how and why it all happens. I think you'll be less judgy and more understanding of a lot of it when you hear his story, but it's not like you won't feel 
for her and not understand her story either. I mean, I understand a, a, a woman who just has a baby, doesn't want to have sex. This is a common problem. And his situation that he was in with his wife, kids sleeping in the bed, him not even in there, no sex for a long time. I mean, this is stuff happens all the time. So I think you'll be able to relate to Carter's story. Super interesting. And he sent me in pics for my Patreon. He says he's really hot. When we talk, because I'm like, how are you getting all these girls? Are you hot? And he's like, yes. <laughs> so anyway, if you want to see hot Carter, anonymous pics are over on my Patreon. You could go there, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. I'll put the links in my description. Anyway, I'm going to be right back on with Carter. This is the Strictly Anonymous podcast. Hi, Carter. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. How are you today? Good, Kathy. Thank you for having me on. Thanks for calling in, Carter. You are what most people would call a fucking cheater, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're like, a, right. you have a wife, you cheat on her. Yeah. I don't know if you're a serial cheater. I always, I like to have cheaters on my show. I, I know one podcaster that would never have any cheaters on their show. I'm like, I think it's important to tell cheater stories because I think that you can't put all cheaters in one category. I think it's always super important to hear the whole story. And there are different like degrees of cheaters. There are the worst kind of cheaters. Okay. I have friends that are the worst kind of cheaters. And then there's like the guy who hasn't been fucked in 15 years because his wife's been in menopause and then he cheats and he never cheated the rest of his marriage. And then there's that guy. You can't, those two guys aren't the same, right? So yeah, I have a yeah. feeling you're on the one end of the spectrum, like the bad kind of cheater. <laughs> I don't see. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I need to hear your whole story. Now, have you always been a cheater? No, no. Okay, good. So let, let, let's talk about that. So now, where are you at right now? Like, how old are you and how long have you been married for? I am 35 and I've been married for 11 years. Okay, so before and you, you and your wife, how long you've been together total? 12. Okay, so before your wife, any long term relationships? No, I was a shy guy. Oh, you were? Okay, so you meet your girl. Yeah. She's mm -hmm. your first relationship. When did you start yep. cheating on her? How many years in? Five and a half years ago. Okay, so after a very long time. Yes. So yeah. you were I was, very, I was faithful for a very long time, yes, ma'am. Okay, so why does a guy who's otherwise able to remain faithful for a very long time suddenly change? I think that that's interesting to hear that story. What happened? Five years ago. Five and a half years ago. Well, my middle son was born in 2017. And even through her first pregnancy, she didn't want sex at all. Yeah. It's unfortunate and it then, happens. Yeah. And, and then it it, it it was like at least 18 months mm -hmm. of abstinence. Wow. <laughs> so... Yeah, um, there's only so much a man can take. Totally. So you are that guy that his wife stopped having sex with him. Yeah. That, like, what is the guy supposed to do? It's a very interesting conversation. You are a guy who was denied sex for a very long time. So your first kid, it was 18 months that you went without sex. Is that what you were saying? Yes. And then you must have had sex because you had another kid. So 18 months later, you fucking, you, get, you probably had so much jizz left inside of you that you're like, they all were like, oh my God, they're rushing out of you. <laughs> that you got, she got pregnant right away and now you have your second kid. So my first one was born in 2013. Mm -hmm. Second one was born in 2017. It was the same story. So okay. she got pregnant. I knocked her up. 18 months later, to finally decides to have sex i'm like you know what fuck this i've had enough so started doing some research on the best apps and tinder wasn't at the time aff was definitely the go-to for me during that time but let me ask you this during those two you had two 18 month periods that's 36 months that's years right of yeah. no sex yeah. were there conversations ever between you and her where you were like listen bitch i need a, a, a blow job i need sex like or was nobody talking about it no i was definitely fucking talking about it okay. she just wasn't having it it's either i'm not in the mood i have a fucking headache 
I got a migraine. I don't feel good. Oh, the list goes fucking on with excuses. <laughs> well, listen, I'm going to tell you as a single mom, okay, I had a, I had a kid on my own. And I can't tell you, I can't count on everything on my body. How many times at the end of the night after taking care of a baby all day that I thought to myself, thank God I don't have a fucking husband that I have to blow now. Okay. (laughs) Because it is the last thing you want to do when you have a baby. Okay. So I have to tell you from a woman's standpoint, I could understand where she was at and how she was feeling. Does that make it right? No. Does it make it fair? No. Are you, does it make it right that you're feeling that way either? No. I mean, you're both valid and where you're at. It's just a sad thing that both people want different things at this specific time. It's a, it's a real problem and it happens a lot to a lot of people, especially with kids. And like I said, as a woman who had a baby, I didn't, my guy didn't go cheat on me because I didn't have a guy, but he probably would have because I, I, I could have wound up in that same way. It's, it's the last thing that's on your mind. So I don't necessarily think it was an excuse. She just didn't want to have sex. So you would get nothing in those 18 months, like not even a blowjob? The, the, first, the first, first kid or second kid? Which one are you talking about? Let's start with the first one. No. Well, the first one, I was technically deployed. Oh, okay. So you weren't even around. No. And I you were able around. to stay but, faithful, though. Yeah, there were opportunities, but I did not take them. Okay, so that's faithful. That's major. Okay. Mm-hmm. Listen, um, this is heed the warning, women. You're listening to this. You're a faithful guy that, like, you had opportunities and you didn't even take it because you didn't want to cheat on your girl, right? Well, that and the UCMJ is no joke. The what? <laughs> that's uh United States Code of Military Justice is no joke. Oh. Uh, adultery is really frowned upon in the military. So you were afraid of the consequences, yet, not just from your wife, also from your, your the yeah, military. Yeah, really, oh. really high consequences. A lack of rank, pay, the uh, list goes on and on. Oh, I'm sorry. I've never that heard of this. Stop, it didn't stop people from doing it, though. I'll tell you that. Wait a second. Could I just ask you a quick question about this? Because I've never heard of this. That That is a, a real thing in the military to this day now that goes down? Yeah. Any other position besides the missionary position is still a regulation. What do you mean? So you can't if fuck someone from if, behind? Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> to this fucking day. That was established back in the 1800s, too, during the Civil War. I believe. Don't quote me on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it had to have been at some other time period because I mean. (laughs) Yeah, it was definitely another time period. Absolutely. But yeah, if you were caught that you can receive an Article 15, yes. And you can lose rank pay or get disarmably discharged from the military, depending on the severity of the situation. That's so interesting. And adultery. They know who's married and they know who's not. So if they catch you with a hooker. They know fucking everything about you. Wow. Everything about you. Really? It's like Scientology. Yes. They got you. They got, <laughs> it sounds like you're in Scientology. Don't they do the same shit? Like they got all the intel on you and they control your life because of it. They do. Yeah. That's the United States government. Wow. That's interesting. But yet it was the best job I ever had. Okay. Well, that's good. never change it for the world. Right, right. And for your wife, good good thing they had that in place because when you were there, you couldn't cheat on her. So women feel happy that your guy can't cheat or he's going to get fired from his job. I mean, that helps women if you really think about it. Those rules. Yeah, but it doesn't stop the spouses for cheating on their husbands when they're deployed. Right. But I mean, you, it, it stopped you though. So because you were that way means that there's others. Yeah. Some people are still not going to fucking give a shit and do it, of course, but it, it did deter you, which means that it probably deters a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you, you don't sound very happy about it. <laughs> I'm sure it was very frustrating. So you have 18 yeah, months, very. you come home, you finally have sex, you have another baby. Now the same thing is happening. So during that second 18 months, were there ever like blowjobs or any kind of throw you a bone moments? No. None. No. The conversation turned into an argument, and the argument basically turned into me saying that, well, I'll get it one way or another. And what did she say? Go ahead. No, she wasn't. Oh, she flipped the fuck out. Right. Mm hmm. 
Interesting. Well, I mean, listen, I once I, I know somebody whose partner was begging them for sex and intimacy and she wasn't giving it. And uh, he came to her one day and said, listen, I've been talking to my therapist about this. And I thought this was a great thing. This is why I'm bringing this up. I thought this was like a great solution to this very common problem when a man is like talking and asking and saying he needs and stuff. What he eventually said to her was like, listen, I have never cheated on you. I'm not a cheater. I don't want to cheat on you, but I'm afraid that if the opportunity came my way because of what has been going down, that I would. That's where I'm at. And it scared the fuck out of her. And she changed. And I was like, wow, what a brilliant thing to say. And it is the truth. You know what I mean? Why not try that out? Like, why not say to your partner, I'm worried. Like, this is what I could do because it is a wake-up call. It was for her. You might have said it in anger. I don't know. But uh, you you basically... Oh, it was definitely out of anger. Right. So it came out the wrong way, right? But Mm -hmm. some version of that said in the right way could maybe be a a turning point in a relationship, right? Because you said it in the wrong way. She flipped the fuck out. And then that probably made you more angry, right? Because you were just like speaking your needs, but you didn't say it properly. That's one of the common problems with men. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Men are for Mars, women for Venus. That book, that was (laughs) It's very true, right? And I just have a habit of saying what's on my mind. And it gets me in a lot of fucking trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm sure you didn't say that to her the first time. This is after 36 months of not getting fucked. Yeah, this is after my second child. 18 months after my second child was born. Yeah. Listen, if she was my friend and she's, can you believe he said that? I'm like, no, I would be on your side. I mean, I'm that friend that is very honest with my friends. I don't just side with them. You know what I mean? I'd be like, well, what do you fucking expect? Like you, you haven't given him anything for 18 months. No blowjobs, no nothing. He's asking you, asking you, of course, now he's angry and he's going to say he's going to go someplace else. Well, she flips the fuck out on you. And then what do you do? Is that when you started cheating? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, what a common, probably, story you got. I mean, not only that, I mean, not only were we not having sex, we weren't even sleeping together. I was sleeping, I was sleeping in my son's room, and she was, she had all the kids with her. So, (laughs) I mean, fuck, not only am I not sleeping with this woman that I love, yeah, I'm also not getting sex, which I want. Right. So. You, but there's no touch, right? I mean, you no, no touch whatsoever. No. And I think a lot no. of women don't understand that the act of sex isn't just sex for a man. I think a lot of women think, oh, they just want fucking sex, dirty dogs. But I mean, sex is more than sex for everybody. It's intimacy. It's a part of a relationship. Yeah. You need that as much as she needs a hug. It's the same shit. Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. Dot com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. It's mm-hmm. not just coming from like a, that a, a sexual place. You don't even have any intimacy with your wife at all at this point. She's nope. giving it all to her children, which I get. It, the The bond with the mother and child is a very strong one, and a lot of times, guys get very shafted and left in the dust when that happens, especially when they're co sleeping and stuff. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, you're you can't even sleep with her in the bed. Right. Nope. I mean, this whole thing is a recipe for disaster. So you start to go. Is that when you went on adult friend finders? Yes. Okay. And what were you, what did you, what did you put out there? Fuck. I put my pictures out there. Face um, shots? Pictures, pitch, no. <laughs> okay. No dick, dick pics. pics. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't do that shit. Okay. Women don't want that anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Uh, pictures of my face, pictures of just me interacting with different people or different environments, that type of stuff. Pictures of me in the service. Cause I, I just, I was only out probably about 18 months at that time anyway. So. 
Now, um, did you put out there the truth? Hey, I'm a married guy just looking oh, for fuck no. some fuck side. No. no? Nope. Lie my ass off. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. What did you write? Like, what were you looking for? What you? How'd you pitch yourself? You were like, I'm just looking yes. for some fucking naughty hookups. And what did you I'm, find? I'm looking. I, uh, it was more like friends with benefits. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay. So you're looking for friends with benefits. Now, did you get a yes. lot of hits from real women? Yes. yes. Interesting. Are you good looking? Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay, good. Because I would, I would think you'd have to be because I think it's, a, it's sometimes it's way harder for a man who's just looking for friends with benefits to find someone to fuck than a woman, right? If I put myself on there and said, mm-hmm. hey, I'm just looking to fuck, I'd have a hundred guys in my inbox in 10 minutes. So you got women hitting you up just for sex. Yes. Mostly, mostly married. Yes. Okay, yeah, that's what I was wondering. What were those demographics of the women that were like, this is totally yeah, up my alley? Okay, so married, and that worked for yeah. you. I mean, were you on, when you met yeah. the married women and you found out they were honest about being married themselves, did you cop to the fact that you were married? married? Nope, because in most, in most, I don't understand this, yeah, yeah. this whole concept, yeah. but no, I did not disclose that information because women do not, women on that site do not, at that time, do not want married men. For some fucking reason, it's like a huge stereotype. <laughs> it's 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 hypocritical. I mean, I don't. I I. I mean, you're you're doing it. Why the fuck can't I? How do you know? Did you ever put it out to a married woman and she was like, "Oh fuck you, you cheated." No, they have it on their profile. No married men apply. Oh, but they're but they're married. Yeah. Oh, but do their guys know or are they cheating? Because there's no, a difference. They're cheating. No, they're cheating. Oh, that is a fucking doubled standard. That's ridiculous. You know, I did post married first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got absolutely fucking nothing. But as soon as I put single, it's like, fuck. Right. What do so, I do with all these messages? Yeah, that's the data right there. You did the experiment. You put married, yeah. nobody showed up. And then the minute you put single, even the married women who were cheating stopped judging you. <laughs> what a fucking sick pe- world. Like people, human beings are just so twisted. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, don't, I don't get it. I, <laughs> I, I really do I. don't understand it. So now tell me about that first time that you have your your first hookup with a woman from there. I mean, you're a guy who had never cheated. You'd been with your wife for a really long time. You love her. Like, how did you feel after that first time? I felt like shit, to be honest with you. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I quickly got over it, though, because the sex was fucking phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, two things. Isn't it interesting that both of those things that can exist at the same time? So it was amazing sex. And it, it turns out that I'm really into older women. And I was... Five years ago, I was 29 when I started. Mm-hmm. I'm 35 now. Mm-hmm. 29 when I started, and my first hookup was with a 45-year-old woman. Okay, and what did you like about those older women? The fact that they just knew what they were doing? There was no... Well, they knew what they were doing. Mm-hmm. They were kinky as shit. Right. Fuck. Just brought out my kinkiness. <laughs> I mean, fuck. It's just shit that I, I don't even know about myself. Really? They got you into yeah. doing things that you had never even thought of? Yes. So that's that woman that gave you that best sex that first night. Did you continue to see her? Or did you see many different yes. women? Yes. So we met uh, at a bar. Mm-hmm. Um, I was quote unquote working at the time. Mm-hmm. And prior to us linking up, she said, I'm going to, I'm going to run you dry. And that was very intriguing. <laughs> did she, and it and sounds she did. like she did. Yeah, she did. <laughs> Six orgasms, and I had to fake the last one, which is, I, I couldn't believe I had to do that. Wow. Yeah, you're like the girl in the situation at that point, that you're faking it. <laughs> well, she did run me dry, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you felt a little bad, but you continued to see her, right? Yes. I saw her for, shit, probably about six months until mm-hmm. we moved. Now, around, because listen, you said it 18 months she didn't have sex with you, and then sex comes back, right? Uh, yeah, once every fucking month. Oh, okay. So That's the type of woman to this fucking day she is, once a month. Okay, it still sounds like you I fucking can go hate her. Fucking, apparently, <laughs> I can go six times a fucking day. <laughs> All right, my high, oh, fuck, I'm 35, and my sex drive still high as shit. 
Yeah, it's not going to go down. I'll tell you, my, my I have a lot of guy friends, and I see the, my biggest player friends. I saw them go down till I could only do it like once in a, a, a night. Late forties is when it it goes down. So you have many years to come. And just so you know, those older women, women in their forties, it's like the horniest time for women because yeah, it's, yeah, it's very true. So it is smart for younger guys if they want to have a woman whose sex drive matches theirs. I mean, there is that kind of weird connection that a, a way younger guy in his 20s is going to really connect sexually with a woman in her 40s because their sex drives are very similar at that point. Both of mm -hmm. you could go six times a night. It's just where you're at. You're very... Uh, she could have gone a lot more than me, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Well, you had two kids and a wife and you're cheating and you're living a double life, so you have a little bit... <laughs> well, she was too, though, right? Wasn't she married? Uh, yes, yeah, she was married, but the thing is, with this one... She caught my attention more because she has a freakier, freakier side. She, so her and her husband know, what is that, like a poly? Yeah. So they're okay with the other person finding another partner. Both of them. Right, right, right. Okay, so they're allowed to so, go out and do whatever they want. Yes. Okay. Yes. Mm -hmm. And even with her, though, so she, I guess with her, because she's really looking for another partner, she doesn't want to know you're married. So that's why you never told her. Yeah. Did she ever caught feelings for you? No. Okay. I never caught feelings for her. Okay. So at that time, while you're banging her uh, and you're having all this great sex, do you start seeing other people as well? No. No. Just her? Just her. Okay. Now are you coming home lighter and happier because you're getting fucked a lot? Does your wife notice anything? Uh, so I was pretty fucking dumb during the initial conversations with this woman what do you i mean? left uh she my wife know she did know my password on my phone mm -hmm. and i was using the bathroom exited the bathroom and she must have saw the message pop up and then she clicked on it and we were both sending fucking news to each other uh big mistake she saw it came out of the bathroom and smacked me right in the fucking face <laughs> I was madder than shit, but I fucking deserved it. Right. She saw it. It was right there. I mean, literally this woman yeah. sent you naked pics. Yeah. And it so didn't stop me, though. But leading, leading up to that, she caught me, slapped me in the face. She said, you have to choose right now this woman or us. Yeah. An ultimatum. Another one. Mm -hmm. There's been multiple more. There's been, there's been more ultimatums. ultimatums? Okay, yes. we'll, we'll go there in a little bit, but tell, keep going. Um, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go to the bar and get drunk, and I'll get back to you. So I did. So you're like, I'm, I, I do have to think about it, actually. I mean, you didn't say, of yeah. course I want you. You said, okay, let me go think about it, which is a little... Yeah, uh, I was... I was, I don't like getting hit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I, I was pretty fucking mad. I'll never hit a woman, but I was fucking mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because listen, just, I mean, to be fair, I, uh, you you shouldn't fucking hit a woman and a woman shouldn't hit you. Sorry. Nobody should put their hands on anybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, kind of used the, uh, the barmaid as a fucking counselor. <laughs> I could imagine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Her words to me is, this is why I'm not fucking married. <laughs> Right. Okay. So do you, now you have to go home and eventually have a conversation with your wife. I mean, yeah, you... yeah. She, she was begging me to come home at that point. Okay. You go home and what's the conversation? You tell her, don't worry, baby. I pick you. Yep. Okay. Which was a lie. Well, I mean, it was true, but it was a lie because I was still going to fucking cheat anyway. Cause I still wanted sex. But did you think it was the truth when you told her? Or did you think, okay, you know what? I got busted. I'm so horrified by, about myself. I'm not going to do this anymore. Nope. Or you knew, I'm going to still do this, but I'm just going to tell her that I'm not going to. Exactly. I'm going to put on a facade. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, this is, the, this is like such a toxic relationship at this point because you really don't have any feelings left for this woman. On a certain level, you know what I mean? That you don't even, yeah. with her catching you and doing it, like you don't even come to this place where you feel like, oh my God, I can't do this. I, I don't want to lose this woman. You're just like, you're so detached from this relationship and her. And it sounds like you just have a lot of anger for her probably and resentment. I, I did. Yeah, I, I really did. I mean, like you said, I mean, shit, 18 months. That's two times, <laughs> two times, time. two times. And you yeah, telling her the whole time. time and asking and stuff. I could see where.
Hell, to the point where fucking begging comes into play, but that shit never works. Yeah, but right, but you and you even told her I'm gonna do it, and then she catches you and she fucking slaps you. I mean, and puts her hands on you. So I mean, this yeah. is, none of this is making you like her more. <laughs> no, I was very bitter. Yeah, and of that course. wasn't the only time where that happened. So, and we'll get into that. Trust me, we'll get into that. Let's keep going. So she catches you. You swear off, but you continue to see this woman. Does she turn into like a a crazy, distrustful wife at that yes. point? I would assume. Yes. Yeah. But- yeah. Since I'm a blue collar worker, mm-hmm. my work schedule is already fucking chaotic. Yeah. I can always blame it on that. Ladies, if you have a if you have a blue collar worker at home, <laughs> <laughs> and they say that they you. gotta go out at ten o'clock at night, you mean like that kind Especially of shit? Especially the quote unquote out of town jobs. Oh, interesting. Those are the mm-hmm. quote unquotes. I mean, don't get me wrong. There are out-of-town jobs, but I'm just saying, quote-unquote, out-of-town jobs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you continue to see, and now, but like I said, obviously she turns into a crazy, distrustful person, which probably makes you even more turned off and pissed off because now she's like a nag. She's, she's, yeah, she's definitely saw the change. Um, I mean, I'd be happy as shit, and I'd come home and be miserable. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. So now, did you guys ever, like, in the midst of all of this, because now it just sounds like your whole relationship sounds like it's gone to the shitter. She knows your hu- the husband, you, you cheated. She's got two kids with you. She's obviously not leaving you because you cheated. She thinks she's yeah. going to control you and you're not going to cheat just because she said so. So now she's with you. But on some level, she knows you still can cheat. So she's distrustful. I mean, do you guys ever decide to, like, try and work on this relationship, like, in therapy or anything? Like, uh, I did therapy... Well, I should say I did therapy and we did therapy when I was in the fucking military. When I came back from my deployment, mm-hmm. I went to war and war changed me. Yeah. Wow. And when we first got together, I was a sweet guy. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm not that guy anymore. That guy fucking died. Oh, oh, wow. Because you were in war. I mean, you like, did yes, you, I was you in kill combat, people, yes. saw people yes. killed, like your friends yes. were fucking killed. Yes. Yeah, that's hardcore. Yes. I, I could do a whole episode on that. Show. Yeah, I've, I've <laughs> yeah, you could. Yeah. I've listened to a lot of your uh, episode with vets and uh, none of them actually talked about this kind of stuff. So it's actually good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I like that kind of stuff. But I know we can't go there because we're talking about all this other stuff. But somebody who has to like this sweet guy that has to go and kill people and see other mm-hmm. people being killed you know like that is fucking heavy i lost that... a lot of friends yeah I lost a lot of friends. yeah i mean i don't even know i think most people could never really understand and you have this whole life that you experience that most people don't understand it's probably a real weird place to exist that's why counseling didn't really work because yeah. it was always my fucking fault they never really understood my side of it really they couldn't because they're fucking civilians Oh, you mean even just about like how you changed and how it changed you as a person? Or was yes. it just the cheat, like the cheating? No, this was when I was still in, when I was still active. I right. was active duty. And you were in uh, therapy, but what were they blaming on you? My attitude, my lack of empathy. Really? They didn't understand uh-huh. that that's like you had to, you had to have a lack of empathy because if you stayed attached to your feelings. At this point, we've been at, we've been in GWAT for 12 fucking years. And people didn't really come to terms with this shit until the war was over in 2021. So, yeah, but I know people, but you'd think a fucking therapist that's helping people in the military would have some sort of understanding. Now, these were civilian therapists. Oh. Because the therapists in the military were so overbooked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to go off the installation to see a therapist. Oh, and that, I mean, listen, this is the problem with therapy. I always talk about it. I really believe in it. But most people, and it's like anything, and I say this all the time, it's like anything, whether you're getting your hair cut, whether you're going to a doctor, whether you're going to a therapist, whether someone selling you a cart 90% of people don't do their jobs properly they're terrible at it 10% are great so there are so many bad therapists that well, I are had out one there. hit on me and I had to change my therapist can you fucking believe it? that's a fucking wackadoodle what the fuck I mean this is what goes down it's sad well, she wasn't bad looking but 
Still, you're not <laughs> I there. I was still to active, and I was not taking that fucking chance. And plus, you're my therapist. I mean, come on, help me out. No, Give and you're there, break. and you're there because you're seeing death, and your friends are dying, and you're like getting fucking d- detached from a part of yourself and losing a part of yourself and changing, not in a good way. And you're like literally reaching out for help, and she's like trying to fuck you. I mean, there's nothing more horrifying than that. That's like sexual abuse. I'm sorry. That's fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't I didn't say nothing. I didn't really fucking care. I just changed my therapist. That's all I did. Right, right, right. But nobody really understood what was going on. And so you come back, no. though, like you're saying that the therapy you were having with your wife at that time was because you just came back as a different person, like personality-wise. Well, you weren't soft this is, anymore. This is the first ultimatum she gave me. Either you seek help or I'm leaving you. And this is when I, I just got back from Afghanistan yeah. and... I wasn't even on leave yet. I was home for a weekend and she saw the fucking change. Yeah. See, I'm sorry, Um, but this has to be talked about. This is a big part of your story. And this is why I love to allow a cheater to come on the show. Because, like, you can't take the fact that you were in actual combat for many years of your life and it changed who you were out of the story. It's important to it. Yeah. It's a part of it. Yeah, it's definitely a part of me. It's hard to get your humility back after you are in those situations. Yeah, because listen, what was the alternative? If you stayed plugged in and kept in touch with all of your feelings, you would have crumbled and died. Like you wouldn't have been able to cope. And she, the thing is, it's funny because you understand this, but my wife that's been with me for 11, well, 12 years now, married 11, does not fucking get. Yeah, but most people don't. Still to this day, doesn't fucking get it. Yeah, most people don't. They don't. You know what I mean? And listen, the problem with you is that because you went through what you did and because you unplugged all your plugs because you had to and it was survival mode, you don't know how to talk to people. She doesn't hear what you're really saying. I do. It's easy for me. I'm not I'm not in love with you. You're not triggering me. But it is it's it's sad that people don't really understand things as much. It's sad that she maybe never sought a therapist who would actually give her that kind of information about you to make her more empathetic to you I see your side because I'm getting your side like I said I see her side too with the sex and stuff but it is sad that her as your wife like she hasn't been able to really see what I see and see those reasons but like I said I think unfortunately because of what happened to you you don't know how to explain you probably don't explain well right and don't you're maybe a little harsh in the way you yeah I am yeah Yeah, because of what you went through it makes sense you have to untangle that but that's an issue with her and it just sounds like you guys unfortunately like a lot of couples wind up like against each other instead of on the same side right and listen she she caught you cheating how many times how many times she got you just one Okay. I became a fucking pro at it. Oh, really? Okay, let's go back mm-hmm. to that. So you get caught and then you tell her, okay, I'm choosing you. She's like crazy, distrustful, but you continue to cheat and you become professional. Yep. And she was still very crazy, very distrusting. Yeah, of course. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. We're moving. <laughs> so we moved about uh, 1,700 miles away. Mm-hmm. Didn't really want to, but I thought it would help us, and it did not. Because I still, I still did it when we got over there anyway. That's what I was gonna say. Did you think moving, like on some, in some way, was that moving thinking that you were going, it was going to change you, like you wanted to, a new start? Probably, and... yeah. Okay, yeah, that, that makes, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. people yeah, think. That makes sense. Listen, you know how many times people move thinking it's gonna change them, and what's that saying? Like wherever you go, there you are. Like you could move, but you're History still you. History has a tendency of repeating itself. Yeah, same shit, you know. So you, so on some level, maybe at that point you did want to change, but you couldn't, right? Pandora's box was open. Sorry. And you still weren't getting laid. Like the problem, the reason why you're cheating, right? Is because you're not having any kind of sex at home at this point after the cheating, like does, does she sort of step up and try to change things because you went outside of the marriage or is it still business as usual? Business as usual. I mean, I actually, I got a head start that way I could find work about it two-month head start to find a place and work mm-hmm. and i did that and during that time i was living like a bachelor it was fucking awesome <laughs> i can imagine after i'm just being honest of it was course. fucking great and that's not the first time yeah 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 that you were living solo you mean and loving it yep yeah of course that's I mean, I, fantasy. I, 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 all right i absolutely love my kids yeah of course i love my kids to death yes. but 
my wife, eh. <laughs> I can't. I can't put it this way. I can't live without my kids. Put it yeah. That way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got it. I mean, listen, I think a lot of people are relating to you right now. Listen, with all this stuff between you, nothing has ever really been resolved. I'm sure she feels the same way about you. I wouldn't know. And honestly, I really don't fucking care. Yeah, right. But I'm saying she obviously probably feels the same way or else you guys would be talking, trying to work it out. You'd be in therapy. Someone would be trying to fix this relationship. It sounds like you both gave up on each other. The only reason why I didn't get divorced, even to this day, is because I don't want to get financially fucking raped by the divorce court. Yeah, which you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm the breadwinner of our relationship. Yeah. She's a stay-at-home mom. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, fuck that. Yeah, it's a, listen, this is like a this is like a story that is so relatable on so many different levels. I don't think the yeah, fact that you That's why I wanted to come on your show, Kathy, and explain my story cuz I'm sure there's people out there living the same thing. Yeah, and I think that your story is important for women to hear too. And like like I said, I think you you put things out with a lot of anger and I could see why your wife would be defensive to it as opposed to open and hearing it, but I'm trying to get your story and explain it where you're coming from. Like you you're saying things in anger and it sounds like you really fucking hate your wife, but this was after a lot of things that happened to you, a long time of not having anything, a long time of bad communication, a long time of you and your wife like issues between you two you know what I mean a lot of no yeah. sex and then this is what happens and you become professional now are you still on adult friend finders is that where you continue to find people or did you start finding people like in your area so when we moved 1700 miles I'm not going to mention the state because I don't yeah yeah don't. yeah yeah of course um I met a few hooked up with a few mm-hmm. but this is the kicker I've never been with a couple before and I fucking liked it. A woman hit me up. She was 45 years old. Um, chatted for a bit. Wanted a dick pic. <laughs> Not really good with taking those things, I'll tell you. Take There's it bl- from the no way up. to make them look good. No, no, no. I take it from the bottom up. I think it makes it look bigger. Oh. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Come on. Anyway. I've seen a lot anyway. of dick pics in my life. <laughs> so Friday night after work, I went, I drove about an hour south to meet up with them and we both hit it off at the bar and we went back to their place and hell i didn't get home until five in the fucking morning but wait what did she say hey i got a husband and he wants to come down and we want to he wants to watch me fuck you what was the setup she all right this quote unquote this is what she told me there's nothing like having two hard dicks in your hands Uh uh-huh she wanted to be fucking spit roasted, and she was. <laughs> Did you even know what that meant? I remember when I learned. So nope. she wanted like no fucking idea, but I found out quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and now were you nervous? I mean, this was the first time you were going to be with a couple, and did you ask? Any I was questions? a little nervous. Yeah, that's yeah. why we went. Up, that's why we went for drinks first. Right, right, right. Now, were yeah. there any talk about whether there was going to be any no guy on guy action, no crossing swords? I mean, were you worried? I already, that... I already told. I already said straight up, no crossing swords. Okay, so that conversation does come up. And now, was he cool with that? Was he interested? Was oh he yeah, bi? he was fine. He was a straight man too. He was a straight man it, too. Okay. He, she was running the show. He was just along for the ride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I don't know what kind of relationship you call that, but maybe stag a stag vixen. vixen. I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, stag vixen. Okay, so now, and were they in their 40s too? I mean, I know you yes. like the older people. He was 48, mm-hmm. and she was 44. Okay. She was hot? She was fucking hot. Very, very hot. She definitely married down. <laughs> As women typically do. There's not a lot of good-looking yeah. guys out there. I hate to say it. Sorry. There's more pretty girls than there are good-looking guys. Yeah. Because girls could dye their hair, they get lip injections, they wear makeup. Guys, they are what they are. That's it. End of story. Most people are born attractive. Girls could change the way they look and make them better looking. So girls don't have more to choose from. And they're, we're not just into looks. We're into the whole thing. So she, but so what went down that time with them? So we left the bar. She has an allergic to latex. So we had to get, they had to get not latex-free condoms for mm-hmm, me. Mm-hmm. And let's see, I'm trying to remember here. I mean, do you go to a hotel room? Do you go to their house? Like, no, 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 no. We went to their place. No, we went to their place. Okay. And their place was absolutely fucking beautiful. Span- like an old style Spanish home. Uh-huh. Absolutely gorgeous. Uh-huh. And you were a little nervous? We, yeah, I was nervous. We started off on the couch. 
Well, we sat down on the couch. He grabbed me a beer. He was really fucking nice. Really nice guy. If you're listening to this, man, dude, fuck you. Props to you, man. <laughs> yeah. uh, you're just a cool dude. He offered me a beer. We sat down on the couch and drank. She was getting all dressed up. And then she came back out and she looked drop dead fucking gorgeous. <laughs> and she was wearing like a, like a tight red top with no fucking panties on. Hair done, makeup, yeah, looking really, really, really good. Yeah. And she started kissing him, then she started kissing me, and then she ripped his pants off, she took my shorts off, and then she just, it just happened from there. And that's when she told me there's nothing like having two hard dicks in your hand. <laughs> oh, that's when she gave you that line, not before? I thought it was before. <laughs> no, no, it was during, It was yeah, right then, when she had two hard dicks in her hand. Right. So that's like your first threesome, right? Yeah, that was my very first one, yeah. And did you like having that guy there watching fucking someone's wife? Is it all of that the turn well, on? Yeah, it was fucking hot. Mm-hmm. Very fucking hot. Yeah. How long ago was that? August or September of 2018. Okay, now did you see them more than once, that couple? No, it was just once. They were going through some stuff. And I wish it was more than once, but it wasn't. And they had to part ways with me, which was fine. Did you start, though, looking for couples after this because you enjoyed it so much? I did. Uh, in that area, it's a small town. I mean, you have to expand your your search to 150 fucking miles, and I just was not driving that fucking far. All right. But do you just, just continue to cheat on her for the past couple of years? It's like crazy. So when she, so it was that couple and another woman, and that was it. And then the wife, the wife and the kids came down. So I was just doing it while I was a bachelor for a couple of months. All right. So they come back, and then for a while, do you take a break? Yeah. It was a long time. It was probably about three years. Right, right, right. Okay. So you, and is it because you're trying to make things like now during that time, is your wife giving you sex or has anything changed? I mean, in she that is, area? but it's, it's still like once a month. Right. I work a lot. I have at this particular point, I have three kids. I don't have a whole hell of a lot of time. Right. My life, my life is pretty damn busy. When COVID happened, I mean, it financially fucked everybody. So I declared chapter seven bankruptcy because we had to move back to be closer to my parents and her parents because we were expecting a third kid. We were struggling for a while. Awful. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah. Fuck this. I have my GI Bill. I'm going to go to fucking school. Mm-hmm. And in order for me to go to school, because the, the company I was working for, I was making way too much money to declare bankruptcy. Way too much money. Right. But if I went to school, I could declare. Oh, interesting. So okay. I did. So I did. I drove south about 1,100 miles. Mm-hmm. along the Atlantic Ocean. And I went to school for about six months. Okay. But prior to that, we were not doing well at all. I mean, it was like the lowest point of our relationship. I could imagine, because now you have the stress of all the financial difficulties. Yeah. And she's pregnant yep. again, and a child's on yep. the way. I mean, forget about it. So she told me we're officially fucking done. Yeah. Like, we're getting a divorce. Mm-hmm. We're going to be separated for now, but we're getting a fucking divorce. We're done. Yeah. And I got to admit, I didn't take that too well. I thought I was going to be happy as shit, but no, I was fucking devastated. Right. Because, for one, I thought I was going to lose my fucking kids, and yeah. that would crush me yeah, completely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, when you when you mentioned to Tommy about being dickless, yeah. I was fucking dickless and ballless, for yeah. sure. Yeah, and it didn't even happen yet. You know how dickless you would have been a year after that divorce? Oh, <laughs> I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah. So dickless divorcee, if people don't know what I'm talking about, go listen to that message. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that that, hell, that was me and we weren't even divorced yet. We're just separated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was her fucking biggest fucking mistake. Why? (laughs) Because fucking I'm going to say it. I went to fucking Florida to go to school. Mm hmm. Her biggest fucking mistake was letting me go down there by by myself. <laughs> a lot of hot girls in bikinis. Oh, my fucking God. Yeah, everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It took a while for me to get my balls back for sure. But the school I went to, there's a lot of vets there and they know how to fucking <laughs> they know how to boost your fucking morale. That's for sure. That's good. Right. You're around people who understand you. 
like-minded individuals. Well, the, that's the only person that could ever understand where you've come me? from. Me, absolutely, or people 100%. like me, yeah. absolutely, one hundred percent. Totally, yeah. That's why I said it must be very lonely unless you have that group of people and you continue to talk to them. To because the majority of people will never understand it and don't don't have a no. clue. Yeah. Civilians try to understand, and all right, all right, I'm going to say this because this shit's fucking annoying. Yeah. If you come to a veteran, you say, I thought about doing it, or I was going to do it, but I did this anyway, or I had a medical reason I couldn't get into. We don't want to fucking hear that shit. Right. Because you didn't fucking you didn't do, do it. it. We yeah. did. Yeah. I know you're trying to relate to us, but we don't want to fucking hear it. Straight up. I'm just being honest. Yeah. I believe. I understand that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I get that a lot. So... It's an, it's annoying. And I think it's annoying because what you experience is so extreme that it really takes away from that by somebody to act like they could kind of relate because they might have gone. It really dismisses the the depth of what you went through. And yeah. they just have no clue. I mean, cops and firefighters try to relate too, but... <sighs> Maybe a firefighter really. that was at September 11th that lost his whole yeah, place. Yeah, that's that the only guy or a, yeah. Yeah, NYPD cop that yeah. was there or a New York City firefighter. Yeah. Yeah. That is the worst yeah. possible moment. Yeah. I think that was worse than Pearl Harbor, to be honest yeah. with you, yeah, yeah, in yeah. our country, in yeah. our nation. Yeah, for so sure. So that, mm -hmm. yes, those dudes can fucking relate. Yeah. Absolutely, hands down. That's why I went there in the first place. Yeah. I was a kid when that happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still remember. I still remember exactly where the hell I was. That's the whole reason I signed up in the first place. Right. And those people are the only ones because that was, yes. it's that extreme. Yeah. They, they can yes. relate. So, yeah. So now when you're in Florida and so you're around those veterans, they lift you up. They remind you who the fuck you are. And now you start yep. going to town in Florida and living your best life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. So it's, so I had kind of like block leaves like you would in the military. Nice mm -hmm. thing about this school I went to, they run it like the military, uh -huh. which I fucking love. The structure. Yeah, the st I love structure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, okay. I cannot fucking survive without it. I uh -huh. fucking love it. Yeah, I like structure. So, too. after Thanksgiving break, I was on the pl I was on a plane from where I live now to Florida, and <laughs> it was about a two-hour flight. I had the aisle seat, and this very attractive forty-year-old woman was sitting next to me and then next to her towards the window seat was her daughter. Mm -hmm. She could not, the mom could not stop staring at me and I'm trying, I'm just trying to fucking sleep. <laughs> so about a half hour, I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Within a half, I'm not going to make this awkward. So within probably about a half hour of us landing, I'll try, I'll start a conversation. Yeah. And I did. Uh, got her number. We hugged and kissed at the terminal and I went about my way with her daughter right next to her. It turns out her daughter was 18. Wait, wait, that's, what do you mean with her daughter right next to her? All right. So I was in the aisle seat. Mom was in the middle. Daughter was in the window seat. All in the same, all in the same uh, column or aisle or whatever, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Yeah. No, but and yeah, go on. Sorry. The reason, the reason. All right. So. Yeah, she was eyeing me up, and then she would talk to her daughter, eye me up, talk to her daughter, eye me up. And they weren't being quiet, but they weren't being loud. I, I'm fucking deaf as it is. I couldn't really hear what they were talking about, but I knew it was about me. Yeah. So <laughs> she was making it pretty fucking obvious that she wanted to talk to me, but didn't have the courage to talk to me. So I said, fuck it, full send. I'm talking to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you understand that she's letting her daughter in on the fact that she's hot for the guy right sitting next to you. <laughs> yeah. That's how moms and daughters are nowadays. They're really open with each other. It's very different yeah. than when we grew up. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so you start talking to her? You're hitting on yeah, her? Yeah, I, start, I, start, I strike up the conversation. We exchange numbers. We hug. We kiss. I go about my business. <laughs> she goes about hers. Turns out she was <laughs> so fucking out of it. After that, mm -hmm. she completely forgot where she parked. <laughs> oh, my God. Because she told she me that. High, I, I didn't know that. She told me that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. She was so into it. It took an hour just to find her car. Hilarious. So you wind up fucking her? Yes. Mm -hmm. Just once. 
Okay, but still, that's a hot story. They fucked the mom from yeah. the plane. <laughs> right? I was more interested in the daughter, but I want to make sure she was of age. Did you eventually fuck, fuck the daughter? No. No, no, okay, I okay. wish. Okay. I, that, would, that would be a hot fucking story, a mother-daughter combo. Yeah, that's like yeah, a yeah. dude's fucking dream. Yeah, but wait, because we're almost at like an hour, and I kind of have to wrap it up. What I want to know is, like, where are you right now with your wife? Same place, like, can't fucking stand her, she can't stand you. <sighs> You're well, together. I mean, our relationship's getting a little bit better now because I had an appointment today to see a urologist to get a vasectomy done uh-huh. for a consultation. Yeah. Turns out it was about two months too fucking late. She's pregnant again. She's pregnant again with her fourth. Okay. Yeah. Now we with the third, was there was there 18 months with the third of no sex or no? Yes. Oh, interesting. Okay, so there's going to be another 18 months. Yep. Okay. And I had flings when I was in Florida multiple ones the one kind of hit home because she had kids and i was pretty attached to this woman it's only ever happened twice to me actually just happened recently too Uh i was really attached to her kids and for me with my kids being 1100 miles away i felt like i was cheating on my kids i i I can't have that shit oh yeah i can see that Uh uh-huh but you guys are doing better is what you said because she's having another baby not fucking really i mean she thinks we are. I mean, I'm just in the same fucking boat. Can I ask up you a question? Without a paddle, so. Yeah, yeah, but can I ask you a question? Because there was a time where she caught you cheating, but it's been a very yeah. long time that she hasn't caught you cheating. Yeah. Does she? Is she still distrustful, or has she gotten to the point where she trusts you? She she trusts she trusts me to a point. Like I said, I'm 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 a pro at it. I'm a pro at it now, but I'm sure she still has her suspicions. I know for the last. Three, maybe four years, she'll bring it up in an argument. Mm-hmm. And I, I just get enraged. And it just that, that shit just pisses me the fuck off. Right. Because I thought you'd get over that shit, even though it's still going on behind her back. But Yeah, that's uh, the hypocrisy of uh, someone who's cheating. <laughs> that's, oh, God. You know, I, I always have, like, guy friends who are just, like, massively cheating on their girlfriends. I've said this before. And they're like, oh, she's fucking distrustful. She's always asking me questions. It's so ridiculous. She's crazy. It's like, no, she's not crazy. You are cheating on her. Okay? So just because yeah. she doesn't have proof of it doesn't mean that she doesn't know on some level and she's picking up on it. Don't turn it around on her and say she's fucking crazy. You're a cheater. Okay? So she shouldn't trust you. <laughs> she just has good instincts. Okay? That's the way it goes. And typically, you're not well, finding... I'm sorry. There's not one woman out there that's so distrustful for so many years over a totally faithful guy. Okay? Like, maybe there's five people out there like that, but most of the time, the women that are very distrustful about a guy, it's because the guy is cheating. Okay? They're not, like, crazy. Sorry. Well, when I got my balls back in Florida, I just used women for sex. Yeah. Just use them for sex. If they weren't fucking, if I, this was on Tinder too. Tinder really worked out for me really well in Florida. Um, so if they wouldn't put out after that, like after I'd see them, I'd fucking hit block and fucking delete on my phone. Block and delete. Well, if listen, they weren't news, fucking putting out. Yeah, listen, newsflash. You just became more professional. Newsflash, you were always using women just for sex since you started cheating, okay? Because you have a wife at home and kids and you have all that shit going over there. You're going over yeah. there to fuck MILFs because you want sex, okay? Now you just don't have time for it because you got four kids on the way. You're a professional. Well, I'm still doing it. You, no, I'm <laughs> saying you're only not, I'm saying you're just uh, copping to the fact that you're using women for sex because you've just honed your skills down. There's no more riffraff. This is yeah, what like it I is. Said, I'm a pro. Yes, it's always been that way. I've always been using these women for sex and they've been using you. Yeah. They're typically married. You're not like going mm-hmm. out with 23-year-old girls that think you're going to date them. Oh, fuck. You're no. not wooing them with dinners and movie theater dates. You're fucking them on the first night you meet them. So everyone's yep. using each other. But it's it's interesting though that you and your wife or just keep having <laughs> Keep having the kids. Are the kids all still in the bed or are you guys at least in the same room? No, we're all in the same room. We're all sleeping together. Our youngest is still co-sleeping with us, but whatever. Okay, so you have one. This is going to be interesting when the baby comes because I think I'm going to be right back to uh, our second child. Yeah, 18 months. Yeah, it's going to be 18 months regardless. Yeah, but you're... already has the fucking mood swings and can't eat nothing. How old's your wife now? What's that? How old's your wife now? She's 31. Oh, she's still young. She's got 10 years before she turns into a little nympho. I was like, oh, if she was like 39. I cannot even... fucking wait. <laughs> 
Well, it's just so interesting that you'll still be together then. I mean, listen to your relationship. Try to work on it a little bit. I mean, you got all these kids. I know you got your professional cheater. You still got your own issues. I hope. Do you have a therapist now that is good that could help you at all? Like with your past stuff and your deployment and stuff like that. Do you have anyone that you talk to? No. So what I found that works for me is scuba diving. Oh, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. That Mm -hmm. takes your mind out of things and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, That's amazing. Mm -hmm. Okay. But cheating is also something that's been working for you. And listen, it's just a matter of time. Maybe that she'll catch you. I don't know. I just wonder, your guys are kind of young. Your wife's only 31. You have four kids. Do you think that for the next 20 years, you just want to be on this kind of autopilot and you want your relationship to be like this? It just doesn't sound ideal on any level. I know that kids bring so much to the table. I'm a mom. I have a child. I know that love is like so much, but I mean, you and your wife have, are you still trying to maybe work on that or change the game between you guys? Or do you just plan on cheating and getting your needs I mean, met and keeping her at the same time? if she fucking put out time? more, I wouldn't have to fucking cheat. I mean, fuck. But are you, I know, but that just sounds so dumb at this point for you to say that. I mean, do you, yeah. do you still have those conversations with her? Do you? No. Right. No, well, I, you don't need I, no, to, because no, you don't need I did. to. I did. Okay. About probably about a month and a half ago after I started watching, listening to your, listening to your show. Yeah. 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 Yes, okay. And I what did. did she say? Um, I will try. Okay. But see that right there. I will try is a window of opportunity that you not only have to hear, you have to take it that moment right there. Stay fucking on that. Keep talking about that. Turn her on to my show. Start having more conversations. Oh, fuck no. Not after this episode's posting. I know. That ain't happening. I know. Okay, then not my show, somebody else's. Or not even a show. Buy a fucking book. Like, I will work on it. What did she say to you? I'll try. I Yeah, I will try, yes. Yeah, I will try. I will try. Go mm-hmm. back to that. That is a moment you need to build on. If you're not walking out of this fucking relationship anytime soon, try to make it work Come on, okay? And that right there, like I said, I do still love her. I'm just, just there's a lot of anger from the past. Of course, yeah. You need a therapist. I I, listen. I get that scuba diving is something that takes your mind off of it. But besides scuba diving, you should be in therapy. First of all, unpacking all that loss you went through. I thought you were my therapist. Yeah, I love being a therapist. Like I love this kind of (laughs) conversation, but I can't. But you need this kind. Like you need this kind of talk. Once a week, just like you need scuba diving, you need to just yeah. go there and bring this stuff out and 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 expunge some of your stuff all the time. That'll help you get rid of the anger and all that stuff. And you do need to work on things with your wife. The fact that she said, I'll try, I think is a big thing. You need to continue to try to work on it, especially if you're not going to leave her and you love her. You should try to fix this relationship because it's a fucking mess. It really is. And you just keep having more babies and you're just sweeping all your problems under the rug and you're going and getting your needs met and you lost a big part of yourself when you were deployed and everything. But at some point, I hope for you, because you're still young, that you come full circle and remember maybe who you were and get back to that and could like mend your not only relationship with that part of who you are, but also your relationship with your wife. Yeah, I agree. So work on that. Try to go, listen, listen, it could take five times before you find the right therapist. Don't feel bad to fire every single fucking wackadoodle you meet until you find the right one. That's what I do. I fire them all. Especially the one that's hitting on me, right? Yeah, I fucking fire them all. They're so whacked out of their minds, (laughs) half of them. But you're going to find a really good one and you need a really good one. And besides that, continue to have conversations with your wife. Try to take that. I'll try. And you try too. she's going to try. You try what trying for you is continuing to talk to her and bring what you want her to do into your relationship. Because what happens when you're getting your needs met elsewhere, you're less likely to do the work that you need to do to make what you have right in front of you work because you're you don't have to, but I don't know. Cheating's pretty fucking fun. That's a problem. Yeah. It's not like a high. Totally. Yeah. And you get addicted to that. Yeah. How do you get rid of that? It's very different. But, you know, I think if you could work at the same time uh, on getting that real intimacy back with your wife and uh, things could change. You never know. You owe it to her and you 
to work on that because you like a lot of other people like you got this terrible thing happening you've created ways of coping that aren't right a cheating's not the answer to your fucking problems but you did it and it's fine and it's fucking great and you're just gonna live this double life forever I mean it's I don't know it could be so much better than that and so and you're young don't be a cliche at this point this story is like a little bit of a cliche it's a lot of people's lives you don't want to be 50 in this kind of a, a place like I said yeah. I hope for you to come full circle and yeah cheating's fun and it's like I said the solution mm. to all your problems right now but if you want to stay with your wife and you love her start trying to solve that problem in a different way by actually facing it okay okay I love your yeah. story Carter there's so much there Maybe around Veterans Day, we do a whole story about your deployment. I don't know if you ever want to talk about that. I've never had any. No, I like deep no. shit like that. No, you wouldn't do it? No. Nope. Okay. I get it. I respect that. All right. Listen, thank you so much, though, for calling in and telling me your whole story. It was super interesting. And it's got a lot of layers to it. I love it. Good luck with everything, Carter. Send me in thank some you, anonymous Kathy. pics if you want for my Patreon. <laughs> okay. Thank okay. You, yeah. Okay. All right. And I'll give you, wait, listen, Carter, I'll give you access to my Discord. People pay for that to get in. There's over a thousand people on there. People get to do whatever okay. they want on there because you're a guest of my show. You'll get in for free. So after your episode airs, you could go in and say, hey, I'm Carter and start talking to people. It's like a whole community. Thank you, Kathy. I appreciate it. Thank you, Carter. Good luck with everything. Love your story. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. Yeah, bye. Hey, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.